Welcome to the Ike Badgers Podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead, and Badgers fans, the NFL Draft has come and it has gone. We have the destinations for this year's class and our takes on their fit and how good they will do at the NFL level. We're also touching on the basketball program who snuck into a top 25 preseason ranking. That was interesting. As well as the football program and Coach Fickle's impact. Let's dive into the show. Thank you for being with us. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Badgers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead. I'm your host and Badgers fans. We are back from our vacation in Italy, and we are excited to talk about the NFL draft, the Badgers, where they ended up, as well as the current state of things at the university. Shout out to the seniors who graduated. Our little sister is actually one of them this year in this class, and we're excited to have you back on the pod. I'm here with KJ. KJ, coming in from Italy. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Badgers Nation, it is so great to be back with you. Like Alex said, we took a took a little vacation you know and um we're blessed every year gets better than the the previous one and uh we we really hate not delivering an episode but it's so rare that that actually happens and this past you know two weeks or so it just happened to be what we're exploring italy got to do some bucket list stuff got to come back 10 madison's graduation very proud of all the people who graduated um, but when we were there, obviously, we were building up to the draft. A couple of Badgers got drafted. A couple of the Badgers' un, uh, undrafted prospects didn't quite find homes. Uh, there there might have been one or two who did. And I'm excited to be back. I'm excited for all the Badger fans to, to get back with you and for us to dive into all this. You know, it's on Wisconsin forever. Let's jump into it. Yup, Badgers fans. NFL Draft top player for wisconsin this year was selected round two pick 43 to be the new center for potentially aaron Rodgers, a part of the new york jets joe tipman cage at 43 to the jets we watched some tipman tape uh badgers fans since we last spoke we, we kind of you know freshened up on the badgers before the draft and tipman he looks like he can be a solid NFL pro. I, I don't think th- he's, uh, you know, supposed to be the guy that goes out, you know, and blows away, you know, other teams. But he's not supposed to be horrible either, KJ. What are your thoughts on Tittman going 43rd to the Jets? And how do you like the fit and, I guess, the pick? Well, the more film you watch of Tittman, I think the more skeptical I am. Me too. Uh, you know, it, it's like he had really good athleticism. That was, like, his main calling card for his size he moved very well. He was very twitchy compared to a lot of his peers. But you see these scouts right talking. You see the scouts talking about it. He's like, look, I don't know the last time someone's been that size and has done well at the position, meaning the center position. Tittman, I believe, is six five six six, and usually the centers aren't nearly that big. And you know, maybe maybe it's because it's harder for these guys to kind of bend down and, and get those pad levels where they need to be. You know, maybe it's something about the agility. They they liked his athleticism enough where they, you know, can see, hey, this is an offensive lineman. We're finding in the second round. Certainly they're hard to find offensive linemen of any caliber, uh, any quality that are good enough to start. Um, any way you find them, like teams love that. But you look at the tape and the Badgers overall line last year was pretty bad. 
And no matter really what the advanced stats said, right? Like, he, the Badgers had their worst if you season watched it. In, in, like, 30 <laughs> years. Exactly. And Tittman wasn't really a standout, honestly, for me. And, and, and you know, like, the quarterback was so egregious. Uh, it, it's just, like, I'm happy for Tittman. I'm happy for Tittman. I don't know. I don't know if I can see him panning out, though, man. You know, and, and that, that might be well, well, flying out big- of the gate part in his game that is eye-opening Badgers fans and let me just explain a little bit why we're a little skeptical is we saw on tape him leaning forward many times right so if he was gonna make a block Tipman gets his head over his knees he kind of leans into it and this is actually really easy for NFL players or good defensive linemen at the college level to swim move around, kind of just do an arm swim move because the offensive lineman is leaning. He's a little off balance. And I think, Cage, that comes from all the run blocking in Madison, but it, it didn't look good on tape when you would see, you know, a guy just completely blow by Tipman because he, he's kind of lunging. Um, is well, that, is that, that kind of where you see the biggest problem or what, what do you see? Yeah, I mean, that for sure. Just like the overall, I, I just, you know, we've seen so many linemen come through here. We've seen so many linemen come through here and, and I just don't get that special feeling about Tim. And I do acknowledge his size and athleticism though, but then let's look at the fit, right? New York Jets, Aaron Rodgers, hard ass on the way to competing for a Super Bowl. Like rookie mistakes aren't going to be tolerated. Growing pains aren't going to really be you know, left to grow for as long as they normally might. I don't know if the situation for Joe Titman is as good as it is for the other Badgers, and we'll get to them in a sec. I, I was kind of projecting to see him go in the second round because of his offensive lineman status. He ended up doing that. And, you know, I projected him to go ahead of Herbie G. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was going to be Keanu or Titman to go first, but obviously one of the linemen did. That was Joe Titman. Keanu went shortly after. We'll talk about that in a sec. But... Yeah, man, I mean, I just, I really like the fit of Keanu and Herbig on the Steelers a thousand times more than I like it on the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to, to- like, going to tolerate that um, unless Tittman just kind of, like, puts on a new a new Tittman and turns into be this, like, steal of the draft, stud offensive lineman center. I don't know if I quite buy that from happening after watching all the Badgers Some Badgers linemen have done that. Like, Rob Havenstein, you know, he was a he big was guy in college. Beast, but he, he was always was a beast. He? I he always was. remember him his being big he, and, you know. His one year he was here, he was a complete beast. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like, once again, Tittman could very well do it. because The numbers are working in his favor, right? But yeah. he may just be uh, an odd guy out, I, I, I just, I just want to keep it real, and, and I don't know if I see Tittman, like, panning out. I do, however, think Herbig and Keanu went into the home run of situations. Not only do they get to a, a, def- uh, a team with a defensive culture, like a great fan base, a coach who is just so experienced and kind of really just understands all the, all the intangibles those guys bring in Mike Tomlin. Well, they're, they're on the same team, so they're going to be able to Pittsburgh live together, Steelers. train together, work together. And not only that, but Herbie G's brother, Nate Herbig, is on the Steelers as well. So it's like they're going to be Nelson. kind of like brought under the under the arm. TJ, I mean, Derek Watt, Loudermilk. Yeah. Can't forget Loudermilk. Can't forget Loudermilk. Guest of the pod. You know, it could not have gone any better for those guys. Uh, Keanu went in the, well, the second. Yep, you know, Keanu went, went in the pick, fourth. Pick 49 in the second round. So shortly after Tipman, I thought Keanu, you know, he, he's a legitimate 
problem on the defensive line, right? If you if you're going into that division and you're you just add Keanu Benton, you're like you're feeling pretty good. He's a big yeah. body. He's athletic. He can you know do something. He can stop the run and he can hopefully get after the quarterback at the NFL level. Not a level. single red flag like Jalen Carter. And once again, I'm not saying. I wouldn't have taken Jalen Carter, but there's no baggage whatsoever with Keanu. You know what I'm saying? Like, none of that. Yeah. He's, not, Clean, he's not, like, throwing guys around DT like Jalen Carter. Line. But he's giving you good production. He's giving you no problems. He's probably going to be a great pro for a long time. I, then you got Nick Herbig, who is, you know, very animated, going fourth round, pick 132, joining his brother and Keanu Benton in Pittsburgh, plus his idol cage, T.J. Watt. That's the thing that stood out to me is not only is he going to be held accountable by the boys in the locker room and the in the lifting, but Herbig is going to get to work more and closer with T.J. Watt. How do you see this, you know, working out for 19 Herbie G? I, I'm not sure if there could have been a better fit for him. I don't think there could have been, man. I think I think the fact that Keanu's there, like he's got his – players to learn from he's got his coach he's got his brother he's got his situation. best friend you know he's got a franchise that's kind of in the middle where they're gonna probably get some playing time like yeah like you said i don't think there could have been a better fit so so very very happy for keanu well, well, and, and, and reason Herbie why badgers and, fans is for example zach bond who we're very close with on the show been on the show multiple times he went into a linebacking position where he he was wondering why they drafted him because they had two guys clearly starters ahead of him, right, Cage? Well, you know, sometimes teams want to project. You know, they they want to project for for future cap casualties. Obviously, the Saints had a lot of trouble with that on the back end of Drew Brees' career. You got the Alvin Kamara deal. You got the Michael Thomas deal. But but yeah, I mean, no doubt it's probably Zach Bond of the Saints might not be the elite fit that Herbie and Keanu to the Steelers would have been. Yeah, it just seems like, you know, these guys are set up for success, right? Keanu and Herbig, what they do with it is up to them. I like both of those prospects. They, they look like, you know, truly for me, Badgers fans, those are the two guys and Braylon Allen that I considered the three best players on the Badgers this last year. Cage, am I, am I off on that or are those your top three as well? No, Keanu, no, Herbig, I, I, I and, think... and Braylon. I think that's pretty much it, man. You know, the Badgers, uh, they need to get better. And Coach Fickle's helping them get better. And speaking of Coach Fickle, I saw that the Badgers' incoming class is ranked in the low 20s right now. So if you look at these classes, Badgers fans, of, of terms of like recruiting, transfers, the whole shebang, the top teams on these lists, you can tell are just opening up the checkbook. Like, what's your number? Let me pay it. Come come play football here and the Badgers can't really compete with that in the elite elite tier but we can certainly throw our weight around throw our brand new shiny head coach around throw our tradition around throw our NFL alumni around even write a few checks here and there and the Badgers you know we have a class after years of just kind of having you know classes that below the surface contain talent but on the surface level you're like okay we got like a couple three stars you know like zero four stars whatever this year's class is rising up the ranks, and I think that uh, it's something that should be mentioned. Yeah, and and I think the football team who we'll get to, I'm okay with the expectations not being too high of them having a top ten recruiting class and having a top ten ranking. I want them to come in, you know, Probably. kind of 
hungry, right? You, right, you said, KJ, have something to play for, but also have that respect. And I think that's what you know, Fickle is commanded. And Badgers fans, we'll, we'll get more into the the football team. Uh, but the basketball team has kind of been the news of the town since we've been in Italy. You know, a lot of people defending Greg Guard, you know, the new roster kind of coming out. KJ, I, I just want to read off some of the the new changes in the Badgers basketball roster. Then you can give me your take. But the, the Badgers have five newcomers and I guess two players leaving the, the program. So Davis, Jordan Davis, he left. Jacoby Neath, he was he's gone. And incoming, you have four uh, new freshmen, right? You have center Nolan Winter. You have small forward Gus Yaldin. You have uh, brother Rice um, high school guard John Blackwell. And I think, you know, you also have St. John's transfer A.J. Stewart. So is this really moving the needle for you? Or what are you thinking when you're looking at this class, Cage, and, and well, Gray Guard in the basketball team? You know, man, it's interesting because I saw a preseason poll for NCAA basketball and Marquette's ranked like number two overall. Uh, Not trying to talk about Marquette, but the Badgers snuck their way into the 20s in there. And when I say snuck their way, I just feel like they got to earn it back. (laughs) I I mean, you're talking like like uh, Andy Dufresne sneaking around (laughs) and ended up in places you probably you know, might be surprised to be in. And um, I just think they need to earn it. You know, I think this program fell very far uh, in the last, you know, several years, but especially last year, and, and some might even argue, you know, the recent Craig Guard era. Um, yeah, man, I, I mean, like the, the new freshmen, like how many times have we heard that? Like they're going to be fine. I think I think they're going to find some contributions there. You know, the transfer, A.J. Stewart, okay. Uh, Patino didn't really want him. That's interesting. I'm optimistic on him. He's probably the piece I'm most excited for. But the Wyoming guy is no longer here, and that says something, too. It's almost like an indictment on just, uh, like, the paper word that is given to Greg Gard. You know, like, like whether Greg Gard is a good coach or whether he's not a good coach, I think the respect is not what people think it is, you know, at least not from the players. Like, not like for from this, the players. For this, yeah, like maybe there's like coaches who have been in the game for like 50 years. They, they got respect for guards. because they knew him in the Bo Ryan era, maybe. But the players are like, yeah, I'm telling him I'm going here, but really I'm holding out to see if I get more money, more playing time, better offers. And it's exactly what the Wyoming guy did, man. It kind of leaves a nasty taste in my mouth because why shouldn't our program get all this respect? You know, why shouldn't our coach – command enough respect where he holds on to his guys and delivers i would just say better classes better results like why not badgers why not us like russell wilson used to say why can't the badgers basketball do it you know that's kind of like what the opposing camp seems to say a lot is oh we'll never be that team get that idea out of your head or or, we'll never make a final four like that was just bo ryan it's like why not was it yeah no like why not that's not really an appropriate answer just to say like the badgers will never do it it's Why not? i mean look at look at the final yeah look at the final four teams this year all four of them were probably teams the badgers could have beaten if they would have had their program right you know and uh i know we can do it i think it all comes back to the head coach and i'm not interested in potentially seeing the badgers just hang in these 20s and get knocked out first round man so it's like whatever greg guard does because looks like he's back you know, I ain't thrilled about it. Looks like he's back. 
you just got to do more than get eliminated in the first round of the NCAA tournament, not make the NCAA tournament, get eliminated in the second on the NCAA tournament, or just like suffer all these collapses. You know, like the, the standards got to be brought significantly higher. It slipped significantly. It, it's like when you have like a really good teacher and you actually learn stuff, you know, you get engaged yep, in the class, get, it's control, class. You, you, you develop. And you get some, you know, dumb A substitute coming in, just guys like clearly freshly off the, you know, off the bus or whatever, woke up like a couple hours ago, like no idea what he's teaching, just getting the notes. And the class takes advantage of that and, and goes hero ball, you know, maybe one kid leaves, maybe Chucky Hepburn decides to, to, to you know, take a bunch of crazy shots you know kind of like the couple kids just go decide to go and explore the hallways or whatever substitute teacher has just like no authority over them i mean great guard's got authority but it's almost just like authority in in word form only i wonder how much authority he actually has and how much these guys like like, let's say great guard went to chucky and was like look man i don't want you taking this hero ball stuff anymore chucky's probably like bro I'm, i'm hitting the portal you know like i don't know if guard actually checked him on that maybe he did maybe he didn't it all comes back to guard plain and simple i think the program hinges on guard i feel great about the bass excuse me the football program basketball program i'm concerned and and i see the badgers Mm -hmm. getting some 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 top 25 preseason placements it's like you know i don't want to have to hear all this false hype i want to hear hype that's justified i want to if the bad i'd rather bad the badgers start out unranked and earn the respect of college basketball and its fans and its viewers and and stuff like that than to get hit with like an early 20s ranking you know maybe win in a couple non-conference games and then flame out in the regular season and then the early postseason like they did last year i really think it's critical for this program to kind of build up the respect and earn it back even if they're not ranked top 10, you know, like let them be ranked 18th, let them be ranked 24th, but like let the team actually fight and claw that back. You know, the respect, respect is a huge thing in life. Like it's hard to do anything if you don't feel a a shred of respect. And I think uh, it spills into every single other aspect of the program. Like it all starts with respect. I would say Greg Gard's respect right now is about a six out of 10 at best. I, yeah, I, I'm not so sure the development program has been very strong. Like when I think about the football team taking guys like Torchio who are walk-ons, you know, getting these players who maybe don't have that crazy athleticism and then turning him into a, a big-time player, KG, look at Joe Schobert. You know, the, the football program has this track record of doing that, you know, turning players who weren't highly recruited into absolute stars. And I think Bo Ryan – where he was great was he was able to couple development guys like Frank Kaminsky, who you would see in the stats, you'd see him coming. Right. But you probably didn't hear about Frank Kaminsky until he was there going off for 40 point games. And he was able to couple that with guys like Sam Decker, Bronson, K and a cage, legitimate high recruits who could come in and, and, you know, ball from day one. And I think that's what I'm missing in this guard team is the development. Johnny Davis, I think he out he's an he outlier. Great man. development. He's an outlier. But you know the other players, you know some of the big men haven't really taken those steps. And also, you know those top recruits just haven't been there who can come in and contribute day one. 
Connor Sejan was kind of, you know, a rarity as well. I don't necessarily see that same system, Cage. I, I, well, I mean, it's like how much better has Chucky gotten or has his usage rate just gotten bigger? That's one thing that people need to take a hard look at is has he developed much? You know, because Chucky had some some ball in him. You know, he has, he has, his, he has his game. But you still got to develop, and it's not necessarily all on Chucky. You know, like, this is why you come to a program. I think Chucky certainly got more minutes. He certainly got more opportunities. He might have improved a tick. But, like, you know, this stuff might have, his averages might have ticked up a bit. But you, I really haven't seen a ton of development in anyone besides Johnny Davis. And, and then it's like, okay, you know, is that just kind of like a one-time thing? We'll yeah. See. We'll we will I mean, see Badgers fans. We will see. It's going to be exciting. I just want to touch on a few last points cage uh, for the football team is that, you know, undrafted. The Badgers did have Tyler P- Beach, you know, secure an undrafted free agency signing with the Houston Texans. Torchio got to go to the Tennessee mini camp. But, you know, a lot of these guys are scrapping and, cl- uh, you know, clawing at the, on the NFL side. I have to. And, I mean, even that's low, Cage. You know, the number of undrafted free agents signed out of Wisconsin this year. Usually there's like a whole sheet of them. That's what I'm saying. And so so it's very interesting, Badgers fans. I think it's great to be in the fickle era. Maybe we'll start asking that, you know, about the guard era more. You know where we stand on the whole thing. It seems like Gray Guard's going to be the head coach next season. So we'll see what he can do. Cage, any final thoughts for our listeners today? Badgers fans, keep bleeding that red and white on wisconsin forever it's going to be a very 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 exciting football season it's going to get here sooner than you think so so keep it right here you know we're going to be talking all that good stuff unbiased unfiltered no parent company telling us what we can or can't say this is as authentic as it gets player sources program sources keep it right here ike badges podcast i'll take us home Badgers fans, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That's the number one way to help us grow and get this word out. Tell a friend, text it to a friend, anything you can do to help the show. We always appreciate that. And as always, on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin forever. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Ike Badgers podcast. If you like the show, please tell a friend or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's the number one way you can help us grow. Thank you again for listening, and as always, go big red badges, here we are yet again, University Street, yeah, Dayton's where we eat, yeah, Camp Randall, get loud, yeah, get proud, yeah, get loud, yeah, get proud.
trying Been walking on a fine line You and me in the moonlight, that's a mood 